one of the questions that I'm often asked is, what can we actually fix in podcast post-production? When we have a recorded interview, what can we do to make the audio sound better, make the content more engaging, overall just make the episode better in post-production? And I've heard so many podcast hosts casually toss out the phrase, ah, we'll, we'll fix it in post, or the editor can fix it as a response to really, really big problems that we might not actually be able to fix in post. And it reminds me of an old adage that I learned as an audio engineer, which is garbage in, garbage out. Our output is only going to be as good as our input. I think this applies to our content as well. In the same way that great mixing isn't going to completely fix bad audio, great editing isn't going to completely fix bad content. And so in this episode, we're going to be talking about what we can fix and what we can't fix in podcast post-production. We'll talk about how you can fix these issues in the recording process. So stick around for this episode of Better B2B Podcasts. So first, from a content perspective, what can we fix in post-production? We kind of talked about this in episode number eight, but the purpose of podcast editing is to tell better stories by adding, removing, or rearranging content. So from small changes like removing filler words and side comments to big changes like cutting entire sections or adding narration... And when we edit a regular interview style podcast, we're fairly limited in what we can do in post. If we're not adding narration, if we're not adding music or sound design, just a regular interview style podcast like most of our B2B shows are, there are only a handful of things that we can do to make the content better after the interview has been recorded. So some things that we can do, we can remove filler words, stutters, extra pauses, things like that, just to help with the pacing of the episode, make it move along quickly and feel natural and just be an engaging conversation. We can also cut side comments or tangents that are off topic so we can keep the content more focused. Of course, we can move around different parts to help tell the story better, to move the narrative along in a really clear direction. But really what we can't do is go back and change the original content. So we can't ask that follow-up question that the host could have asked to bring the conversation deeper and add more value to the audience. Without adding narration, we can't go back and add that detail that your guest forgot to mention or that clarifying point that makes your host's point more clear. And the big one, we can't fix bad public speaking skills. Often, We get disappointed in the way that our podcast sounds or how we sound on our podcast. And it can be maybe a point of conflict with our editor. We're like, come on, how come I don't sound better in this podcast? But really, the responsibility is on us as podcast hosts and podcast guests to speak in a clear and concise manner with articulation and dynamics and intonation to speak in a clear and engaging way. And in post-production, we can fix maybe some of the symptoms of bad public speaking skills or underdeveloped public speaking skills. 
We can adjust volume if we're trailing off at the end of our sentences. We can remove some filler words where necessary. We can edit out some stutters where possible. But we can't add more interesting intonation or completely remove every single filler word and stutter and extra pause or adjust volume without any kind of implications on the quality of our voice. So while we can't go back and change the original content, what can we do when we record? Obviously, we probably all like to go back to some of our old podcast recordings and do things differently. But what can we do on our very next episode to make our B2B podcasts have more interesting and engaging content? Well, I hate to put the pressure all on the hosts, but in a certain degree, this is all on your host. Not only are podcast hosts responsible for how they present themselves and the questions that they ask and how prepared they are and what their speaking skills are like, the host also plays a significant role in how the guest is presented and how the guest presents themselves. So hosts, do your homework, be prepared, come with an outline, come with an understanding of what you would like to talk about in your podcast interviews, but also be comfortable navigating away from your outline. Sometimes as podcast hosts, we'll have a series of questions ready to ask and we'll sort of ping pong from question to question to question, which is in times an artistic decision, almost a, a stylistic choice to ask a question, get an answer, and then ask another question without maybe responding to the guest's answer. That, again, is a stylistic choice that you could go with. But sometimes it is really valuable to the audience to ask follow-up questions, to seek more clarification or more details from a certain point that the guest shared in one of their answers. And we can't ask those follow-up questions or go deeper if we're just ping-ponging from question to question to question and moving through our outline in sort of a, a bullet point format. So do your homework, be prepared, know what you would like to talk about, even if it's just a vague topic for the entire discussion, and also be comfortable navigating away from your outline where necessary. Also, refine your public speaking skills. It's really tempting to maybe put podcast production or podcast recording in a separate skill set from public speaking skills. I think usually when we want to be really good public speakers, we practice, we get feedback, we listen to ourselves, we work on our articulation, our intonation, our volume, all of these different things when we're practicing public speaking. And then the tendency is to let that kind of drop off when we go to record a podcast as if it doesn't require us to be excellent presenters. But it definitely does. We definitely need to be good presenters when we record podcasts. And so listen back to yourself. Listen to your past episodes that you've recorded. I especially recommend that you listen to raw recordings rather than edited versions of your podcasts because chances are your editor is helping you with filler words and volume and that kind of thing. So listen to your raw recordings. See what filler words you are relying on, what those crutch words are. Listen to how your volume sounds. Are you using dynamics effectively or are you doing things like trailing off at the end of your sentences and so your audience can't quite clearly hear what you're saying as you finish your point? Listen to your conversation with your guests. Are you 
asking the right follow-up questions? Are you missing specific details that could add more value to your audience? Maybe are you asking questions that aren't in line with what your audience wants and needs? In general, listen back to yourself, podcast hosts. It can be uncomfortable at first, but it is the best way for you to refine your public speaking skills. You cannot improve if you don't know where you're at right now. So listen back to yourself, identify areas for growth, and just keep practicing and practicing each episode to get better and better as you host. And also one other thing that I'd add that will help your guests is as you master how you present yourself. So maybe what kind of energy you're bringing to a podcast recording. Are you really enthusiastic and high energy or are you maybe kind of softer spoken and a little bit more laid back like a late night NPR broadcast? However you present yourself in recordings, your guest 99 times out of 100 will mirror that. So if you start a podcast episode really high energy, then your guests will be very high energy. But if you maybe start a little bit more subdued, a little bit more laid back, your guests will probably lean into that as well. Obviously, there's the one in a hundred circumstance in which your guest has such a large personality that no matter what you do, they are going to be themselves. But usually the way that you set up the recording is going to be how your guest interacts with you. If it's, again, high energy, your guest will be high energy. If it's low energy, your guest will be low energy. So to recap from a content perspective, what can we fix? We can remove filler words, stutters, extra pauses, things like that to help with the pacing of the episode, help to add clarity to the content. We can cut side comments or tangents that are off topic so that we keep the content more focused. What we can't do from a content perspective on a normal interview style podcast is go back and change the original content. And so what we should be practicing is how to make the original content as engaging and in-depth and value-based as possible. So that, that is what we're providing to our audience. Again, garbage in, garbage out. If the content isn't engaging in the recording, it's not going to be very engaging in the edited output. So from here, let's move on and talk about audio. What can we do in audio post-production? I should put a garbage in, garbage out counter in the show notes of this episode to see how many times I've said it, but garbage in, garbage out. The issue is in audio production, typically when we have background noise or something doesn't sound very good in the recording, time and time again, hosts will say, don't worry, we can fix it in post. That background noise, we can just cut it in post. That poor quality microphone, we'll just fix it. Oh, you're six feet away from your laptop and you're in a big open room with windows on every single wall and we hear a crap ton of reverb. Don't worry, we can fix it in post. That's what our editor has a de-reverb plugin for. The issue is every time we remove something from the audio, like a phone ringer or a fan or reverb or anything like that, we also remove something from the voice. The human voice occupies a significant range of frequencies. And when we remove something like noise or reverb or a phone ringer, we are removing specifically the frequencies that those unwanted sounds take up. But those unwanted sounds 
99 times out of 100 are also occupying the same space as the voice of your speakers. And so, yes, we can cut out that annoying ringing, but we're also going to remove the frequencies of the voice that that ringing is in as well. And so, of course, our voices will start to sound less natural as we remove more and more from them. And some noise is so bad that we will almost completely crush the voice and make it sound underwater or tinny or insert other bad audio adjective here to describe how your voice sounds when there's too much noise in the original recording. And then every time we add something, like we raise the volume when somebody isn't speaking loud enough or we boost the low end frequencies to make up for a lack of that low end or we boost high end frequencies to make it sound more lively and energetic. We potentially add new problems when we add those things like extra noise or artifacts, other unwanted things that we don't want in our audio. And so removing things, adding things either way, our goal is really to do as little processing as possible. We want audio mixing for podcasts to be the icing on the cake, not a complete makeover of the original audio because garbage in garbage out. If it's not good at the start in the recording, it's not going to be very good in the finished product. And so things that are pretty easy to remove and won't have a super big impact on the final product are quiet background noise. If you have just a quiet fan in the background, usually either we'll just leave it in or it's really easy to take a sample of that audio and remove it from the entirety of your episode. Obviously, in remote recordings, if there is a car siren going on in the background of your guest while your host is talking and not the guest, that's easy to fix. Your guest isn't talking. We'll just cut that audio. Nobody needs to know that it was ever there. But if your guest is speaking while that car siren is going on in the background, that'll probably be really challenging to remove without impacting the voice in some way. Some other things that are really hard to fix, hard to remove in post from an audio perspective other voices, if your guest or your host is in a busy office, it can be really hard to remove that background sort of murmur, or especially if they're really loud, it can be hard to remove those without affecting your actual speaker's voice for the podcast. Dogs barking is one that we see a lot. Dogs can be super loud, and also they occupy just about the exact same frequencies as the human voice often. Things like desk thumps jewelry shaking, the sound of those wired Apple earbuds scratching against your clothes when you're using that as a microphone, the loss in high-end frequencies that we get from wireless Bluetooth headphones. There are pieces of software that will synthesize that high-end frequency that we lose when you are wirelessly transmitting audio. They almost never sound very good. And usually, it again, we're adding stuff that wasn't there. So it causes new problems like extra noise and artifacts, just other stuff that we don't want in our podcast edits. So what's the best solution? We can't fix all noise in podcast post-production. So the best solution is to remove it in the recording. Everything that we don't want in the finished episode, we should do everything in our power to remove in the recording. So this was last week's episode, episode number 10. We talked about this in depth, but some basic ideas, cut the background noise, you know, turn off your fans, 
decrease reverb, position your mic properly, use correct mic technique. It's going to change depending on what kind of microphone you're using. Look up your specific microphone, where it should be positioned, how far it should be from your mouth, that kind of thing. Work on your speaking technique. I think, again, the big one from an audio perspective is volume. If your volume is all over the place, especially if you're talking at a really low volume or if you are causing distortion in your microphone, that's going to be really hard to fix in post-production. So work on your volume, work on that speaking technique. I hope it goes without saying, obviously, just getting an external microphone is going to help immensely rather than using your computer's mic or your phone's microphone, or even if you're using a camera, the microphone in that camera, getting an external mic that is placed close to your mouth, that is specifically for your voice, for the room that you're recording in, having that external microphone is going to have an incredible impact on your audio quality. So as we start to close this episode, one thing that I want to almost challenge you with, one thing that's helped me a lot in recording better content and better audio is getting rid of the phrase, we'll fix it in post from my vernacular. Obviously, yes, there's a lot of stuff that we can fix in post. I don't want to minimize what we can do when we're in the editing and mixing process. But this looks like even just for this podcast, I'll take you behind the scenes here, is from a content perspective, often I will say something or I'll stutter over myself and want it to be better. And so rather than saying, oh, don't worry, I'll fix it or an editor will fix it in the editing process, we'll just find a way to fix the stutter or the glitch in my speaking, whatever it was that I don't like, we'll fix it in post. Rather than saying that, I just go back and re-record what I just said. Obviously, interview style podcast, a little bit harder to do that, a little bit less natural. But even still, if you don't like how you said something, stop and say it again. Rather than saying, you know what, my, my editor will find some magical, miraculous way to fix it. Just fix it yourself. Make your editor's life easier. Yes, then what we'll be fixing in post is cutting that first take, but it's better than leaving the editor to do some kind of crazy cutting and splicing of different words and trying to take consonants or vowels from other words to stitch in to make sense of what you're trying to say. It's better just to go back and re-record. And from an audio perspective, Anytime I hear noise, I wear headphones throughout this entire recording, and anytime I hear noise, I stop. If I can control the noise, I stop the noise. If I can't control the noise, I wait for it to be done. And again, interview style podcast, if somebody starts mowing the lawn outside of your window and they're not going to be done for half an hour, you do have to kind of push through but maybe you could move to a new space or double check that your window is closed or different things to try to reduce the noise. It is way easier to take a few seconds in the recording to fix problems than it is to spend minutes or hours trying to fix problems when editing a podcast or mixing a podcast just to have mediocre results. 
If we nail it in the recording, we can nail it in the edit. And so again, one last time, garbage in, garbage out. If we remove the phrase, fix it in post from our vernacular, we will almost certainly have a better input, which will lead to a better output, which for our B2B podcasts is important because if our audience doesn't enjoy the content that we're creating, if it's just mediocre at best, then they're not going to come back for another episode. And our audience is what this entire B2B results thing hinges on. We won't get leads if we don't have an audience. We won't be able to book guests for an account-based marketing strategy if nobody listens to the show. We won't be able to establish thought leadership if nobody's listening to our thoughts. And so it's so important that we create incredible content that sounds professional, looks professional for our audience because it all hinges on them. So we should be doing this for them. We should go the extra mile for them, whether that is making our content better or the production quality better. We should just do better for our audience, for their sake. So that's this episode of Better B2B Podcasts. I guess the short version of it is the goal of post-production should be to put icing on the cake rather than to do a complete makeover. And so let's fix it in the recording. Let's make the recording absolutely amazing because when we have a better input, we'll have a better output. And that is better for our audience. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you found some value in it. I really hope that you're able to apply this stuff to your B2B podcast. And I will look forward to seeing you in the very next episode of Better B2B Podcasts. Podcasts.